0: Ladies and gentlemen, the Flex Network is here back in action once again, and we are rolling out something brand new to our viewers, our podcast downloaders. I am uh, Flex Mike at Flex Mike 11 on Twitter. And the man to my side is Ryan, who will be spearheading our new uh, MMA combat sports podcast show. Um, and you can find that Twitter page at MMA green on Twitter. That'll be the flex network, um, MMA content. So Ryan, just take a quick second, introduce yourself and kind of tell your background and why people should think that you're qualified to talk about all this.
1: Oh, no one should definitely think I'm qualified to talk about this. Um, my name is Ryan. Uh, I've known Mike for a long time, been into sports a long time. I've uh, been following MMA since middle school, like late grade school when I was really young. So I've been watching, know most of the fighters, most of the styles, uh, really enjoy it. I try and train myself. It's been a rough year with COVID, but I'm going to get back in there pretty soon.
0: Right. So w- what I remember growing up is Ryan used to always, before I was into MMA, he'd be like, hey, this cool move that, that. I learned or whatever and then I'd be like, oh, yeah, sure and then I'm like unconscious for some reason so um, I learned a long I learned a long (laughs) time ago to to stop letting him uh, do that because uh, Yeah getting getting choked out is no fun, but we're here because we we are uh, within the the next 24 hours ish Uh, You know, we'll be watching UFC 257 And, um, you know, big fights on hand there. Uh, You know, you got obviously the main event, which is Conor McGregor fighting uh, Dustin Poirier. And so uh, Conor McGregor and Dana White for, uh, uh, you know, kind of on that note are talking about how Conor's in the best shape he's been in in a very long time. He He looks
1: really good. He he looks mentally good, which is weird. He hasn't looked mentally good ever. I mean, he's just seems to be kind of laid back about it. I mean, he was kind of like that with Cerrone last year when he fought, but it's it's interesting. It'll be, I don't know, it'll be an interesting fight.
0: I'm excited yeah. You know, one of the things that that I kind of just naturally was thinking about when it came to um, Conor McGregor is I felt like Conor McGregor was on top of the world pre uh floyd mayweather boxing and uh went went and boxed floyd mayweather obviously lost i mean he's the greatest boxer that is still currently active semi-active right now and uh you know he lost and i mean i won't say that he really looked all that great against floyd but i mean that's the best that the sport had to offer at the time and so he took that fight made a bunch of money and uh you know uh, People say money doesn't change you, but if you're on a private jet with Floyd Mayweather and he said, "Hey, thanks for the fight," and throws you a check for 350 million or whatever Conor made, um, that's enough money that's to a, change anybody. That's, that's a so, lot.
1: It's, uh, it's pretty much going to change your whole world, and uh, so I, I think that definitely happened to him. You know, a lot of so crap going
0: on. So you you think that. Um, you think that Connor maybe fell out of love with uh, the sport of MMA for a little bit from the boxing, t- you know, to starting his own whiskey line and, you know, kind of he ran through his little spell of legal troubles and things like that. You think that had something to do with him?
1: I don't think so. I think he actually really loves it. I think he likes to train. He's just like the money, man. It just it elevated him so much. I think it just completely mess with his mindset. That's probably what happened to him.
0: Yeah, because I mean you go from whatever these top UFC guys are making these days and then and then you end up you fight Floyd Mayweather and with one fight you're like, I don't have to do anything for the rest of my life if I don't want to. Because I literally just made so much
1: money. So he can pretty much buy anything in the world you want. Yeah. Like
0: you see that
1: yeah, watch that, that he had
0: the other day? Oof. Yeah, that thing was crazy. Um but l- let's go ahead, let's let's shift it back a couple of a couple of gears before we really start covering uh UFC two fifty seven. Let's let's go back to the UFC fight night. We had uh Max Holloway going Kevin against Cater. Calvin no. Cater. Give me give me your recaps, your thoughts, kinda how you felt about uh that whole night.
1: That that fight surprised me. Uh I really like Calvin Cater. He's nasty. He's like real gritty. He's got great boxing. And he got outclassed from start to finish on the feet. Max completely just annihilated him. I've not really ever seen anything like that. He set the new record for most significant strikes landed in a fight, which he already had the record for. So he reset it. Um, Cater had heart. He he took some shots. His, I think his nose was broken. His orbital looked broken. His face was pretty much just broken. But Max, yeah, looked phenomenal. the, the
0: thing—the thing that impressed me with the whole fight was the fact that, um, you know, M- Max Holloway threw so many. But it was the percentage of the shots that he threw that actually made contact with something that was more impressive because yeah. I mean you see, you've seen guys in the past just they're in there and they're just swinging for the fences every time and they don't always make contact you know obviously I a, a, love a, a right. and so that was really interesting see and I totally agree with you man. when when he was just like, One thing you could say about Calvin Cater that whole fight was, man, this guy can take a punishment because he was getting tagged left and right. I was like, dude, any weaker man would have fell like three rounds earlier.
1: Like they were saying throw in the towel. And I was like, I don't ever want to see anybody throw in the towel unless it's like real bad. Like he he was still in there smiling and loving it.
0: Yeah. Oh. A true warrior in that sense. Um, okay. Well, what about the, uh, the co-main event from that same card had, uh, Carlos Condit coming in at 32 and 13, taking on Matt Brown, who's 24 and 18. Uh, um, oh, and yeah, uh, just some guys that have been around for a little while. What'd you think about that one?
1: I think it would have been fantastic like 10 years ago, but, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it is it all right fight it is uh it was worth watching um I thought it was like more of a split as I think it was unanimous for Carlos and I thought Matt Brown won at least a round in there uh but it was it was kind of just a eh fight um both guys are old I think that might have been uh Matt Brown's last fight of his contract so I don't know if he'll retire or maybe go somewhere else
0: yeah, maybe see him end up in Bellator or something like that.
1: Yeah, the has-beens go there. Yeah.
0: So uh, we got a comment here coming through on YouTube. Aaron Jackson says, "Who do you got, Connor or Dustin?" We are going to cover that just in a second. But um, okay, so let's let's move. the next um to the next fight night that we saw uh just the other day actually um coming live from abu dhabi and fight island and um it here in in texas where i'm at it came on i'm pretty sure it was on at like noon 12 in the afternoon
1: yeah just flipping flipping the tv
0: yeah tv and i saw um uh, I, I saw that UFC was on. I'm like, what are you talking about UFC's on? I just assumed it was a replay. And then, so I looked on Instagram to look at UFC's uh, Instagram page. And Dana White had a, he was like, hey, just letting you guys know that this, for those of you that don't know, this fight's starting in like 30 minutes. I was like, whoa, okay. So I started watching in the middle of the day. Um, so that one was interesting. Let's, let's start with, um, let Let's talk about that main event. That that main event. Help me say his name, Ryan. It's Michael. Oh, Gesa. Okay, against Michael Neil Gessa Magny.
1: and Neil Magny. Yeah, that was okay. uh, that was uh, a good matchup. Both of them are like I think ranked eight and nine or seven and eight. It was real close in the rankings. Um, Magny's a great vet. Like, he's, he's been in a lot of good fights. He's won big fights. He's lost big fights, uh, but he, he's been around the block, and Maverick just came out and just took him down, controlled the fight, uh, just dominated him the whole time. Like, it really surprised me because Magny's usually pretty crafty everywhere, well-rounded guy.
0: Yeah, from what, from what I saw, they seemed to match up pretty well. But like, uh, you know, um, Magny just seemed a little timid at times in moments where you felt like he should have pushed. It seemed like he was uh, kind of playing that defensive game where he was like yeah. reacting to what the other guy was doing. And so um, I think ultimately, like you said, he got taken down multiple times. And I think ultimately that's kind of what, him in that's there was he
1: pretty much all you can do is react at that point when you're down there. yeah
0: yeah yeah there's it's nothing not to do yeah so um ufc you know coming they they have these uh fight nights they've been back-to-back right that's back-to-back cards that were for yeah, free on last tv
1: Saturday, and then what was wednesday was that last card and then this weekend right. and then-
0: so one was on abc and the other one came through on espn and and uh this one coming this weekend obviously is not free no. <laughs> dana white knows where knows who the money who the money ticket is there you know he he's gonna collect every dollar he can um and so you know we're looking ahead to this ufc 257 which will be here not too long um any, any, uh, I guess I'll say any fight outside of the main event that really catches your eye that you're looking forward to seeing?
1: I I love the co-main event. Like, I'm really excited to see what Chandler does. He's got a pretty good matchup with Hooker. I mean, Dan's a real lengthy guy. He's probably, I want to say, four or five inches taller. Like, seems like a lot, but I'm like, pretty sure something yeah, like my, that. Chandler's Michael- pretty short.
0: Michael Chandler's 57 and Dan Hooker standing at 6 foot. So,
1: okay, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's going to be a lot of reach. And Hooker's got pretty good boxing, so
0: Yeah, uh, you know, see what
1: Chandler does.
0: You know, looking at the height, uh Difference between the two, you would think that the reach would be a, a little bit off. It's not too far off, actually. You know, Michael Chandler's got a seventy-one point five inch reach, and and Dan Hooker's got uh seventy-five. So, I mean, it's not crazy, but no. there is a little bit of reach there. Um, what? It, what do you? What if you? If someone came to you right now and said, "Hey, predict this fight. How do you think it's going to go?" What would you say to that?
1: The. Uh, um, uh. I think Hooker beats him. I think uh, it's only three round fight. Unless Chandler gets him to the ground and holds him there, I think Hooker is going to tag him up. He's got pretty crisp boxing. Uh, when him and Poirier fought, and it was fun back and forth fight. He's he's in it for a war. So
0: yeah, um, what what do you think about the? Uh, the women's flyweight fight, you know, you got Jessica. I who's at uh 15 and eight and she's taking on Joanne Calderwood and she's 14 and five. You know, I saw Jessica I's last fight and I was pretty impressed by her. What, it, I guess what is kind of like been your thoughts on her.
1: Sometimes she's like there and you're like, Oh, this, she like, looks really good. And sometimes she's just kind of flat and it's just kind of what fighter she has. It comes out. But I think it'll probably be a close fight, probably decision. I'm not super excited about it. Um, but let's say Jessica I probably grinds it out.
0: Right. Um, okay. L- let's talk about this, this main event. Everyone wants to talk about this main event. It's a Connor fight. You know, it's, it's drawing all these numbers. All these people who are probably going to buy the pay-per-views, things like that. Um, Dustin Poirier, who's, who's kind of been this guy that's been an underdog for a lot of, a lot of his fights, you know, um, he, he recently, and, and maybe you can speak to it. He recently just signed a new deal with UFC. Dustin Poirier did, um, and I'm not sure how many, I'm not sure how many fights are in that deal, um, but you know Dustin Poirier, he's 26 and six. He's a he's a pretty good striker. There's he's definitely not anything to sneeze at. He's beaten plenty of people. Um, what what are your thoughts on him? Just as far as like what you've seen from him in the UFC.
1: I think Dustin's fantastic. Um, another guy that's a really well rounded. He's been in championship fights. He's been in main event fights. He's pretty much done everything, and I mean, he can hang with anybody in the division. He can beat anybody in the division. Uh, I'm not a big fan of him saying he wants to go up to 170. I don't think that really fits him too well. But Dustin's Dustin's good. Dustin's got heart. He's got. Good grappling. He's got really nice hands. Like his boxing is really crisp. He pretty much did to Max Holloway what Max Holloway just did to Calvin Cater. Yeah. So it's always interesting.
0: Yeah. Um. So what is it about going to 170 that you don't like for Dustin Poirier? You think that's just too much weight to put on like his frame or? I do. Your- I don't think oh, okay. he can
1: go up and compete like with with the top 5 guys I don't think the grappling would be good for him. Uh those guys hit a lot harder. Like Justin fought at 145. Like it was a rough cut for him, but I think he looks really good at 155 and I think he should stick to 155.
0: Yeah, so so in reality if he went up to 170, what is he is he he puts on that amount of muscle or weight or whatever? Is that just going to reduce his speed that much where he can't react as fast as he wants to because he's carrying, you know, 15 extra pounds on him? Or, um, or what, what's the major issue there?
1: I mean, I don't think it – I think it's more of like he just doesn't want to cut the weight because he's probably about one 175, 180 normal walk-around weight and cuts to 155. So he probably put only like five pounds of muscle on and then just – kind of live normal that's kind of what cerrone did uh he fought at 170 for a long time but he said he just wanted to drink beer so that's why he didn't want to cut to 155 anymore <laughs> typical cerrone shit yeah
0: you, get, you can't blame the guy there a whole lot okay um well let, let's talk about connor connor's the the money guy in the ufc everyone wants to see connor mcgregor Connor is as close as any fighter in the UFC gets to um a WWE wrestler in his ability to talk and kind of get people out of their element, you know. We've seen we've seen plenty of press conferences where Conor McGregor's on the stage just, you know, torching whoever's on the other side of the microphone. Oh, yeah. Um and you know, we we talked about it earlier. Connor Conor looks like he's in the best shape he's been in in a long time. Um he said it dana white has said it and you said it earlier uh earlier when we started this um he obviously has that that ability to like you know one thing i noticed because i was actually watching some stuff on him earlier what he does because his left hand is so solid he does that kind of like weird like it's almost like a hop step in jab to push you away. And then he comes in with that left. And then that left is just such a killer. Um,
1: it's quick and it's, it's a sledgehammer.
0: So what, what do you think separates him from a, uh, from a guy like Dustin Poirier though? Cause Dustin's, you know, he's got more fights in the UFC than Connor does. Um, but doesn't have the same type of success. And so, um, where do you think this thing goes? Do you think it stays as just a, a, a striking matchup? Or what? I think so.
1: I don't. I don't think it'll go to the ground, um, unless something drastic happened. Someone got dropped really early and not finished. But I mean, <sighs> Justin gets hit a lot, but that, that's his one flaw. Like, yeah, he's gotten hit in a lot of his fights. He can take good shots, but I mean, Connor slept him once already. It's Yeah, well, it could happen again.
0: So, Connor has predicted that that he beats Dustin Poirier inside of one round. What do you think about that? I I thought he said within
1: sixty seconds.
0: Oh, he might have said sixty seconds, but maybe (laughs) my brain. I'm pretty sure he said sixty
1: seconds. Uh, I'm. I can see it. Like it, he's done it. He did it to Aldo. Like he's he's got power. It's it's definitely there.
0: Yeah, the 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 Jose Aldo fight was one that was crazy because I had just pulled up to my buddy's house and he's like, "Oh, the main event's about to start." And I went into the I went into his refrigerator and grabbed the beer out of his fridge and opened it and set it down on the table and I looked up and Aldo was asleep on the mat. I'm like, <laughs> "What what happened, you know?" So, um you know, Karma McGregor has this has this thing that people used to complain about for years, you know, with with Mike Tyson, which is am I am I going to pay eighty dollars, seventy dollars, whatever the price is for for this for this pay per view when the guy that's in the main event is just gonna sleep him in less than 60 seconds or you know yeah and so um it, connor's kind of built that reputation a little bit you know i i know a lot of people were mad this last time around with uh with donald cerrone because people i think there's a lot of fight fans that have a lot of respect for uh cerrone but connor came out and it was bizarre to me to see him throw those shoulders what do you think about that
1: Um I mean it's it's an underused tool. You don't see a lot of guys use it anymore. John Jones uses it but not that quick and that fast. But, right. I'm big Cerrone fan. That pissed me off. I'm not going to talk about it anymore.
0: <laughs> well, um I'll say that, you know, getting in the clinch there with Cerrone, which is kind of what prompted those shoulders, is probably one of the last places you want to be when you're fighting yeah. Cerrone. Um
1: nasty knees.
0: Oh yeah, of course. Um, okay, Justice Crowder here. Your baby brother, oh. is hopping in. He says, "Love Dustin, but I think Connor will overwhelm him early and finish him." Um, um,
1: I agree. Yeah, First there's. Round and a half.
0: Yeah, there's. That's just a, like that's a reality that we're in right now. So, um, so yeah we yeah so we talked about dan hooker talked about the the main events um so you know Ryan i'm, I'm going to give you a couple seconds here just kind of let everyone know what what your what your plans are you know we're not just you're not just going to be on here talking ufc you're going to cover some boxing and stuff no, like gonna that oh i'm going to
1: do boxing uh, kickboxing you yeah, have like uh one fc they just had their first event of the year today i think it was just a straight kickboxing uh, but I mean, they, they just set up a bunch of fights coming up the next few months. Uh, I think, uh, mighty mouse is going to be fighting again and Eddie Alvarez is going to be fighting again. Um, I'll cover Bellator when I can. They haven't really, I don't think they've announced any events yet that are upcoming. Uh, they had a hard end of the year with COVID, um, do boxing. You've got big heavyweight fights coming. I can't say I want to cover the Paul brothers too much, but if you guys want it, I can. It's kind of eh, but uh, more mainstream boxing. Uh, you know, Gypsy King and Joshua hopefully lined up pretty soon. That's a big heavyweight boxing match everybody wants to see, right. and pretty much anything else, man. Anything I can get on here, I'll I'll post hockey fights if y'all let me. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll, we will, uh, Ryan will be rolling out some things. He'll be on and, um, he'll be, he'll be talking all the MMA and boxing that, uh, that your heart can handle. So, um, once again, you can follow Ryan at MMA evergreen on Twitter and, and Ryan will be a uh, frequent contributor now on the flex network and with our uh, Facebook page, just search the flex network on Facebook and you'll find us there. Um, Constantly posting content there, you know. We're we we talk everything there on on that page. But uh, on on M, at MMA Evergreen on Twitter, uh, it, strictly UFC, boxing, uh, kickboxing, like he said, um, MMA, all that good stuff. What what about any future Mike Tyson fights? You're gonna you're gonna talk oh, about I'm any of that? That's a, that yeah,
1: was, <laughs> Mike was exciting at least.
0: Yeah, so. yeah, that that one was interesting, but yeah. The Paul brothers, I'm down with you there for not covering that because those guys are just ridiculous. But okay, well, um, that will do us. This. this was just a, a a short, quick episode just to introduce um, Ryan a little bit and talk a little UFC, a little MMA to get you ready for this weekend. Um, do us a favor if if you know if you're a podcast downloader, you can download the Flex Network on. All of your podcast downloading platforms, we're on all of them: Apple, Spotify, you know, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, all the different places. Um, find us on YouTube as well. Search the Flex Network. We're all over the place, so um, we appreciate you guys tuning in, commenting. And uh, I'm Michael, and that's Ryan, and we'll catch you guys later.
1: Have a good night.